Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with code PROGRAM for a 4-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's Stamps.com. Code PROGRAM. The episode you're about to listen to has a lot of spoilers. We can't avoid that because we were so consumed and in love with this series called It's a Sin that's been out for a while. And we apologise in advance if you don't want to find out what happens in It's a Sin. Go and watch it. Go and watch it and and then then come come and and listen listen. to this. Hello and welcome to Table Manners. I'm here in Clapham sitting next to my mum in her office. How are you, mum? La. Well, no, mum, you say la. But there's a very particular way of saying it. Okay, say it. Well, I think our guest this evening is going to teach us, because I've seen her talking about this on Women's Hour. Seen her? You've heard her talking about it? No, but I don't know, because I follow Emma Barnett. Anyway, she talks about how the la... La! I don't know if you're getting it right. Well, I saw Russell T. Davis talk about it. And? He said that it was a way of connecting when he was growing up in Wales... And it was a way of connecting with people and he used to say la to all his friends when he was living in a house in Wales and they're all gay and it was quite difficult being gay. Okay, well, then I won't ask Lydia. (laughs) We will if you really want to. I feel like we needed to do an episode that revolved around the brilliance of this series that was It's a Sin. We talked about it, we advertised it, we talked to Ollie Alexander about it, and now we are lucky enough to get Lydia West, who plays Jill. She was just magnificent in it. And so, yeah, we just, I still want to keep the conversation going and I want to keep on talking about It's a Sin. Well, I'm sure she's got other things to talk about as well, oh, yeah, Jess. of course. We're going to I talk about so. food and family. Food and, and family, up. yeah. So... After having fern cotton on where she looked glowy, but she does look glowy regardless of the fact that she had a ring light on. Mum has bought two different ring lights. (laughs) One that was like industrial size for like a girl group. And one that is a desk um, that's just been delivered. And One was so tall that you'd have to be a giraffe. (laughs) <laughs> actually get your face in it. It was a, way above my what head. What is that life of being an influencer? How does it feel, Mum? Like? darling. <laughs> um, 
I'm very excited that we have Lydia West chatting to us. She's filming something at the moment, I Ooh, believe. We might so get a bit of goss. A little scoop. And also shout out to sweet Ollie Alexander when I text him and was just like, babe, do you think Lydia would like to do it? And uh, he kind of set it up, basically. So thank you, Ollie. I love Ollie. It would be lovely if Ollie just popped up again. Yeah. Like he did at the Christmas party. Um, anyway, Lydia West coming up on Table Manners. Blah! Blah! So we'll have to do a lot again now. Okay, go just do it, Mum. You do it first. No, because I know that there's... Because Jessie says I don't do it properly. Well, I heard you talking on Women's Hour and saying it's, there's a very specific way of doing it. All right, you do it first and I'll do it back. La, la, la. Perfect. Oh, you so, see? So what, what would make to it To be wrong? honest, no, that's, this is exactly what we went through. The dilemma was... We were. I thought I was just doing it like this the whole time, but apparently I wasn't. And it wasn't high enough, and it was too long. So I was going la, and then it was meant to be just la. It's just really like staccato la. And but it, it took some training. Russell had us doing all sorts of la to get it right. It was so hard. And is that because it was very dear to Russell, and it had to be perfect because it was part of his yeah, story? Exactly. So it was their private joke for him between he, himself, Jill, uh, and some other of their friends. I think who lived in the Pink Palace. It was their joke. So yeah, it's, it it was it had to be right. It wasn't just a made up fictional joke. It was like we did this, and I, I think they, I don't think think they do it anymore. But Jill even re- remembers doing it. And yeah, we we were in rehearsals that first week and we were trying to get it right <laughs> and we and uh, in the end peter was like oh, I, I just I, I actually don't know now the difference between all of your lads because we just did it so many times he was then just like i don't know <laughs> oh, and also for people that don't know but i feel like everyone that has watched the tv show has kind of consumed everything around it so lots of people may not know that jill who you play actually played your mum mm. in the show yes she did. So real life Jill. Oh, really? Yeah. yeah. Oh, how perfect. I know. I think even even knowing that Jill, my character was based on someone who was in Russell's life, that was just enough for me. But then knowing that she was playing my mother, I was just double, double whammied. I just couldn't really handle it. What was she like? She is exactly how fictional Jill is. She's so so kind she's so loving she lived in the pink palace she worked in the west end in in theater growing up and she nursed people on their their dying days and she had lots of gay friends and she went on all the marches and she 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 marched with the quilt and she just she did everything kind of that you would imagine jill fictional jill does she did and yeah, her, her story, she would be on set and she'd just have so many anecdotes from the time and even just kind of like fun that they'd get up to. Because that's what like the show, we wanted it to be, like Russell really wanted to just show the joyfulness of the show and just how the friendships and like the celebration of the time and Jill just having that inspiration on set to just tell you that, yeah, oh my gosh, and then we went to this club and the parties in the Pink Palace and the marches. And it was just such a huge source of inspiration for me just to kind of like listen to her and just, I was just in awe of everything that she said. She's so special. She's so important. We'll talk about It's Us in a bit, Mm. but of course we will because we adored it and hence why we wanted 
to have you on Table Manners. I texted Ollie. I am obsessed I like, with Table Manners. Can we? <laughs> I'm obsessed oh, with you both. Good. Lenny, oh, can I just say, yes, darling. You, you remind me of someone, a friend of mine. His name's Rob, Robert Diamant. He, he's on Talk Art. Do you know the podcast? Oh, Talk yeah, Art. I know Rob. Yeah. So everything you say, Lenny, is so profound. It's like, oh, you're so sweet. What? Tell Jessie. <laughs> are you listening to the right it, I'm sorry, Jessie. <laughs> Jessie, I'm the special one here, oh, darling. We know this and one. I was That's laughing at I the just... fact that you call yourself an extrovert. And I was like, <laughs> I love this. I love her. She's great. I just Jessie, discovered that too. though, Lydia. <laughs> um, but it's honestly such a pleasure to have you on. And you just kind of came on our screens. Everyone fell in love with you. The character Jill, but also your acting was fantastic. And, um, and I hadn't watched years and years. So that was the first time I've seen you. But I hear that you've been pretty busy like you've been have you been filming something just recently are you filming something at the moment I'm filming something at the moment yeah are you allowed to talk about it uh, I am yes so I'm filming a, an Apple TV series called Suspicion which is a crime thriller kind of drama espionage drama um, with Uma Thurman and it's basically <gasps> yeah and it follows uh well her she is a very prominent businesswoman in new york and her son is kidnapped and then it's kind of a who did it scandal and there's four prime suspects from the uk are you are you shooting in the uk yeah so we're shooting um we're shooting in in and around london and the the week the show came out i was working nights so i was like filming from four to four and then i was kind of getting up in the day to do press and just like see the response and everything like what was going on so i remember just going to set being like I am so confused. <laughs> What's happening right now? I can't really handle this. Wow. It was just, it's just been so epic and so unbelievable. It Everyone was wonderful. Everyone just wants to keep talking about it, as do we. But I do want to know, you know, everyone's, you've kind of become Jill in everyone's life. Yeah, but she's not. She's but you're Lydia. Lydia West. And you also look half the age of Jill. Do I? Yeah, you look, Jill looked much older. She looked... Maybe, Maybe the clothes they made, the yeah. clothes made you look hair. more slightly more maternal. Absolutely, you know. and I think that's what they wanted from her. The whole thing about Jill, she want, they wanted her very tactile and very kind of yeah. cosy and cuddly and maternal. So a lot of kind of bright colours and textured kind of fabrics. And uh, like the yellow Mac is, was she always wears in episode four and five because it's like sunny and bright. And when all this darkness and this like bleakness is happening in their lives, Jill is there with her bright, sunny coat and her bright, sunny personality and being that that figure for all these poor, dear, dear people that we lost. So you like that, Lydia? You're a bright, sunny person. You are. I can see you smiling. Make me smile. <laughs> oh, I, I don't know. I think so. I, I I'm very positive. I have a very kind of positive outlook in life. But Jill is Jill is really special. And yeah, I, I just feel honoured to have been able to play such an amazing character at such an early point in my career and for, yeah. for Russell. And it's such an important story to tell. So I just feel all sorts of honoured. So, okay, so what stage of your career are you at? Like, how long have you been kind of professionally acting for? And where are you from? I don't even yeah, know where you're that, from. Yeah, I'm just thinking yeah. you're from the Pink Palace. <laughs> so I I have been acting for uh, 
two and a half years, I want to say. We started mm-hmm. Years and Years in 2018. Years and Years was my first job. Um, so I was at drama school, I was at Identity, which is kind of a part-time drama school. And um, I had my agent and he was, I was going to auditions and then Years and Years audition came along and he was like, Lydia, go up for it. And I saw it was Russell T. Davis' script and I was like, oh my gosh, I need to just go be seen for this so I read the for the part of of Bethany and that was my first job so after then I've kind of just been working on on other things um and then I did another job between years and years and it's a sin it's it was uh called Dracula and then the the script for it's a sin came through and I was like oh Russell again like wow this is amazing and I read two episodes and I was like bawling my eyes out and um I went in to read for Jill twice and then I got the call and I was like, I just can't believe I'm working with Russell again and on such an amazing story. Ah. So, yeah, and I and I came into acting quite late. I'm 27 now, so I was 25 when I when I booked Years and Years. And before then, I, I went to, you know, I kind of grew up in North London in uh, Barnet with, with my parents. And I uh, grew up kind of, I was dancing a lot. So I always was like, oh, I want to be a professional dancer. And that didn't work out because I had an injury. And then I kind of after that just didn't really get back into it. So I, I went to university. I studied business and I graduated from uni. And I was like, I hate this. <laughs> what am I doing? <laughs> I am not a business manager. What the hell am I doing? <laughs> so then then I started acting. And now here we are. Fantastic. <laughs> and do you believe that It's a Sin has changed your life? Is that that role? Is it, how, do you feel like it's changed things for you? You know, you've got this Uma Thurman Apple TV gig. I mean, you, yeah, like the rest is history now. It's just mental, Jesse, because I, I, I get these jobs. And so my first job was years and years. And then kind of Emma Thompson came on board and Rory Keneal was playing my dad. And I'm just this like small fish in this this massive pond. And I have no idea what I'm doing. And well, I, <laughs> I probably shouldn't admit that. <laughs> And then, and then after that, I I was like in in this amazing another amazing show, and then, um, and then I booked Suspicion. It was like oh, Uma Thurman is on board, and then I did a film last year at the end of lockdown with Celine Dion. Oh my and god! I was like, what? Celine Dion. Okay. I'm in a movie with Celine. She has no idea who I am, but I'm in a movie. <laughs> it doesn't okay, so I've talked about this many times, maybe even on Table Manners, but have you seen the YouTube that Celine Dion is fucking amazing? Oh, no. Okay, you need to, after this, you need to go and watch Celine Dion is fucking amazing. It's probably one of my greatest joys to watch on YouTube. And she's, did you not get to meet her then? No. No, not in real oh, life. that is shit. I know, because it was in December and um, we were kind of very COVID secure filming and I don't think she she wanted to come and... <laughs> she wanted to come in. Um, so she did all her scenes away. Oh, bugger. I know. She would have wanted I My Heart Goes On. My heart will go, go on. on. Yeah. yeah. But it was, it was really... It's a bit, it was a bit embarrassing because I was... I, I do this thing like where... And probably you, you may have seen from It's a Sin. Um, I'd like dance in my trailer, like in the morning, every morning to like hype up the boys and just to have as much fun as we could and kind of get really get into 80s spirit. I would invite all the boys into my trailer and just dance to our favourite 80s songs and just feel your most confident best self. And when I was filming Text For You, I didn't really, it was just Russell and I who, who had worked together before who were friends. I didn't really have any friends on set. So I was just like, okay, I'm by myself now. So let me just like put my music on and have a little dance. And I put Celine on and I was <laughs> to Celine Dion and then I was like Lydia you actually shouldn't do this because she's in this film it's a bit awkward that you're fangirling Celine and she's in the film so I I stopped myself and just I don't know why I put on something else (laughs) so are you from a big family Lydia 
I am from a really small family. We have a really small extended family, but I'm uh, just one of three siblings, my sister and my brother, older sister and older brother. And then my parents, uh, we grew up with my parents and then grandparents from my mum's side live in London and they're they're Irish. And my father is from Montserrat in the Caribbean and his his mother lives in Boston in the US. So we only just kind of have my maternal grandparents here and aunties, a couple of aunties, but quite a, a really, like our Christmas is maybe... 11 people always it's always been like so small that's quite big i think is it yeah how how many are you well there's i've got brother and sister and mum and And then we've got like got a dad well yeah i've got a dad but i don't really see him but yeah uh, but um i'm definitely not spending christmas with him but who else do we have Uh, yeah because i've got my nieces and we've got yeah you obviously have the kids oh yeah oh yeah i have my children i've forgotten about them (laughs) yeah i have two children and one on the way yeah one almost Um, yeah well yeah so i've got i've got one in there now and so I'm going to have three of my own because I thought that was like what you do because I'm one of three and now I'm looking and going, how am I going to manage this in the park? Like feeding the ducks with three children. But also, How many years are between them? Between the eldest and the little one. It's like two and a half years for each one. That's nice. That's the same as me, uh, my sister and my brother. Really? Actually. And are they actors? No, not at all. What do they do? So my sister, who I live with, we're so close and she's a teacher um, and my brother he doesn't work. And what kind of teacher is your sister? She uh, is a primary school teacher. She teaches dance. So my sister was a professional dancer and retired and then was like, oh, I want to be a teacher. So she became a dance teacher. So it's actually amazing because in her school, I didn't know when I was in primary school, they didn't really do this. They didn't like do just like dance for all years. No. But she teaches all years. Oh, how fun. Dance, yeah. And you live together? We live together, yeah. Who's doing the cooking? Well, I cook in the week during the week because she works kind of she and she has been working the whole of like lockdown. So I I usually cook in the week and in the weekend she cooks. But if there's red meat on the menu, I ask her to cook because I don't trust myself with red meat. But do you eat everything or are you I are you fussy? Ev- no, no, I eat everything and anything. And I was such like my mum is such a feeder. I just grew up eating nonstop and. I was always very active because I danced about five, six times a week. But the amount of food I would consume, Jesse and Lenny. <laughs> so, not... so, and that's your mum's Irish side. So was yeah. there any particular like Irish food that you were having? Was there <sighs> lots of soda bread, potato cakes? Yeah, so my grandma is a massive baker. So she makes, uh, or look quite, still quite regularly, soda bread. Um, we have lots of bracks and cakes and pies. What's bracks? Brack is like... Oh, it, it's basically it's like, like a fruit loaf. Fruit loaf, yeah. It's got like currants and sultanas in it and you kind of slice it, pop it in the microwave, butter or under the grill and butter. And then lots of like hearty food, like bacon and cabbage, potatoes. Bacon and cabbage. Mm. With every single meal. Ribs, Irish ribs. Um, well, I've never wow, had Irish how ribs. do you cook them? I have never cooked them, but I think they're like boiled in water, like salt in their water and then you chuck the cabbage in so the cabbage kind of boils in the, the salty water too and you I think you slow cook them for about eight hours and did your dad take to this Irish cooking coming from the exotic Montserrat so yeah so my dad's an amazing cook but he he has some questionable taste in kind of what <laughs> in what he eats so my dad is one of those men who eats all sorts of ridiculous meat that I actually just won't eat like he loves kidneys 
He loves mm. um, cow foot. He loves tongue. <laughs> Mum loves tongue too. I love tongue. He loves tongue. I can't. I can't eat it. I feel. I feel. Have bad. you ever tried the M and S tongue? No. Sliced tongue. Oh, yeah, it's quite it's nice fine. with a little a strong a strong mustard. It's yeah. quite nice. Very nice really? in a sandwich. Yeah. yeah, I can do it if I don't my, think about I it. I remember my dad used to cook tongue at Christmas, and he'd buy it, and it was like a big cow's tongue, and you have to curl it round in a basin. That's what and my then dad press does. Press it down. Yeah. yeah. That's ex- and he he kind of stews it with like onion and garlic. Yeah, and, yeah, yeah. But yeah. you have to take off the furry bit, you know, oh, like Jesus. little prickly oh, bit. Yeah, uh, you have to peel it off it's, once you've boiled it. Yeah. So you boil it and then twist it round in the basin, then press it with a big weight. When I think about it like that, it oh. feels quite cannibalistic. Yeah, it's, it's, it's not right. No, no, it's not right. What's your favourite thing your mum cooks? Ah. Oh. So we had lots of like hearty British food. So I love my mum's fish pie. I love my mum's roast dinner. I, I love her shepherd's pie. We'd always have something with a potato. <laughs> There's anything with a potato. And even now to this day, when my sister cooks, I just know we're going to have like a potato and meat and veg. It's very basic. Whereas I, I do like HelloFresh every day. So I'm like, okay, like let's make some Jew and just make it a bit more <laughs> imaginative. My sister's like lamb chops, a, a jacket potato and broccoli. I'm like, this is so boring. <laughs> it's so, but it's so funny because I did jacket potatoes for my kids tonight and they were so disinterested in the potato. My kids are not fussed about They like chips, but when do you get to the point as being a child where potato becomes like a first love? When because, you can't have them. Probably. Yeah, maybe. But like, honestly, honestly, they're like, they're weird children. They just won't eat a fucking jacket potato. It's driving me crazy. I was like, here, ch- what was on the potato? potato? Beans and cheese. Oh, lovely. Like, the best. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't even give them the tuna mayo because I knew they wouldn't do it. <laughs> and sausages on the side. They go straight for the sausages. It's just it's driving me mad because I'm like, it's a jacket potato. I'm not giving you Lydia's dad's tongue. <laughs> do you know what I mean? It's, it's driving me mad. But so anyway. What was your celebration meal when people, when it was a birthday or you'd done well or... Ooh. What would you ask for? I would ask for probably like fish and chips or a takeaway. So I was always like, get, let's get a takeaway or an Indian or something. But if my dad was cooking, he'd probably make like a steak and chips and egg. Love that. Ham and egg. Ooh, I yeah. love that. Yeah. Ham and egg and chips. Oh, so good. Egg and chips is delicious. Egg and chips it? is so good. In the good. evening, it feels really naughty and really wonderful. It does. And it's just so comforting. Maybe you should give your kids egg and chips. <laughs> They'll love that. It's really comforting. Yeah. I mean, yeah, definitely. But unfortunately, they already ha- I already use the egg in the... Anyway, uh, I mean, I could go into toddler eating <laughs> yeah. for an hour, but I'm not going to bore you. And um, so... Lydia, you know you know about table manners. You know we ask everybody what their last supper is. Mm-hmm. You've got a starter, a main, a pudding and a drink of choice. What would it be? So my starter would have to be... So I'm obsessed with buffalo wings. Like, obsessed. Uh-huh. And anywhere I go, I have to kind of try the buffalo wings. And uh-huh. the best place where I found buffalo wings is this amazing restaurant in... Well, it's not amazing, but it's a good right? It's a nice... It's good for wings. It's <laughs> good for wings. It's called Chicks and Sa- Chick and Sours, and it's in Haggerston. Oh, Chick and Sours? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and... Um, I haven't tried their wings. Oh, they're buffalo wings. I used to live in Dalston, and I 
would all I'd have their takeaway every Friday night. But I'm, I've moved recently, but my flatmate still lives there, and I go to her house to have the takeaway. <laughs> She's like, "Okay, are you coming to see me, or are you coming for chicken sours?" <laughs> and so I'd have a buff, a hot buffalo wings with like a blue cheese dip. I love that. Oh, yeah. No one's ever chosen that. Never, no one. And I, I understand. It's like. It's, it's just so that good and that, like, that kind oh. of vinegary, salty, just Ooh, yeah. goodness. So that would be my starter. My main would be... I think I'd have to go for... Oh, I know everyone says a roast dinner, but it is the, it's just so good. A it lamb, is the best. Like a lamb roast or a lamb shank, even. Mm. And what is so special about? Is it your mum's roast dinner that you're choosing, or is it a my granny's roast dinner? Oh, your granny's. Okay, yeah. so what would she do that was so special? Uh, I think just the potatoes and goose fat, and like Irish potatoes and goose fat, and red cabbage with currants in them too. I don't know how mm. she, she, but they're they're also quite salty, and I don't know what she does to make it so like it's almost like a vinaigrette kind of in them, which is really nice. Um, what else does she have in her roast? Cauliflower cheese, triple cheese, cauliflower cheese. Triple cheese. <laughs> triple cheese. Yeah, I love that. <laughs> and then just a lamb with homemade mint sauce. Oh, wow. She was a good yeah. cook then. She's a really good cook. She is. And is even, she still alive? She is still alive, oh, yeah. Oh, that's amazing. Yeah. She's young, Jessie. Yeah, you're young. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Granny's still here. She still bakes oh, for so us. Nice. And yeah. she. But my granny's the kind of person who, like, no food can compare to hers like if I say like oh I cooked a meal she has no interest in like in anything but her own her own cooking because she just doesn't trust that we could ever make anything that we'd enjoy <laughs> she's all so funny so even I make like a banana bread and I don't really bake but in lockdown I became a banana bread bread breaker and I was like granny we I'll make you a banana that. bread and I'll bring it to your house and she's like no no I don't like that and I was like oh quick granny <laughs> granny you haven't tried my banana bread she's like I don't like banana bread at all so what's her bake that she does that it's like the one that is it the brat no it's the brat's not my favorite it would have to be the uh pineapple upside down cake oh i've never tried making that no i might have a go oh my gosh it's so good do you think tinned pineapple she uses tinned pineapple yeah yeah she uses it and it's so i think it's so sweet and juicy and what do you have it with custard or ice cream custard I'm going to make it this weekend. (gasps) Can you make it gluten-free, Mum? No. Okay. (laughs) Um, Anyway. Um, Okay, so we've got got Granny's Roast. And are you drinking Guinness with all of Granny's Roast? No, I don't like Guinness. (laughs) I'm not a massive drinker. Tell you what I'm obsessed with at the moment. (laughs) Sparkling Moscato. (laughs) I'm obsessed with sparkling rosé. And, or like rosé champagne oh yeah oh yeah do you do you like alcohol free rosé love it right so marks and spencers do a really good one do called frisero i've got is it, it their pink yeah their pink. i've tried it yeah, it's, re- it's that's so better good. than their their white one yeah it's lovely and that's why i think i like the, the sparkling moscato at the moment because it's literally just sugar i love it it's so yeah. sparkly and just bubbly well but which leads um, us on to your pudding so i don't know are you, are you is it is are you no but she may have not chosen her granny's upside oh, down okay. cake for her last no. meal i for my last meal ever i really enjoy cookie dough like warm cookie dough when it's not yet formed the cookie so it's like stodgy and just like gooey and then with a scoop of ice cream 
maybe like butterscotch ice cream. So you're making like your own cookie kind of, dough. I, I'm not making my own. I'm ordering it from Pizza Hut. Uh, <laughs> how do you do that? So Pizza Hut have this warm cookie dough. You're filthy, Lydia. I love it. It's filthy. It's so filthy. But you can order warm cookie dough which you intend to make cookies with but you don't make the cookies with or is it just a thing no so they they half bake they half bake it so it's almost like the the cookie is finished but then they take it out of the oven 10 minutes early and are you supposed to finish it off when you get it home or no you're supposed to eat it as the dough as the warm dough how did you i did i don't know anyone who still orders pizza hut but i feel like you're the person that's keeping them alive lydia and you actually and you you have to order two (laughs) <laughs> and I, I don't actually like their pizza I prefer Domino's if I'm having like bad pizza I'd rather have Domino's but the cookie dough you have to order two to get it above I think nine pounds or whatever the, oh my god you'll literally just order pizza hut cookie dough to get it so I, yeah yeah for dessert this is, yeah. this is a great bit of intel what was the catering like <laughs> on your on on the production on set were you allowed to eat oh, okay. together because of we still we filming in covid no, so we started in uh, September t- 2019. We wrapped in January oh, thank God, 2020. Yeah. But the food on set. So I, I really loved like just like comfort eating while we were filming because it was just so sad. So I ate a lot of cheesy beans on toast most mornings. And then all the kind of prop food that was set out that no one else would eat, I would be just much, you know. <laughs> but that's the thing. Did it really take it out of you? Because it was so upsetting. And I guess because you you were acting it, you were feeling it, you were experiencing it, you've obviously done all this research. But that's really interesting that you felt like you needed to... I, comfort com, comfort, comfort yeah. food and stuff. I, I think that's really interesting, but I completely understand why. Because would, probably, would yeah. it zap the life out of you after doing takes of some of those scenes, like in the hospitals? Oh my gosh, I remember the scenes in the AIDS... So we were in the AIDS ward for three weeks and we did obviously all of the AIDS ward stuff at once. Where was that filmed? It was filmed in Manchester okay. and it was in a school. It was like a conver- an old school, an old secondary school, which is, had closed. They um, converted a whole floor and created this, this AIDS ward. And I was even shocked kind of stepping into it because there were signs like infectious diseases enter at your own risk and all and all the rooms had were locked. And uh, during those days, filming the, some of the supporting artists, they were very, they kind of, they cast some very frail thin supporting artists and then they'd put kind of the KS lesions on the uh, tattoo makeup on their faces and they would be walking around and it was harrowing it was like and what an AIDS ward in London would would have looked like in the 80s and for the first two weeks it was okay we were kind of getting through them and then there was one scene in in the third week it was a scene where it's Collins last night and the the whole it's scripted that Jill is so strong and she comes from a show she's just come from from performance mm. at, at the show and she's just kind of telling the boys how how the show went and everything's positive and she, nothing lets on that 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 she's emotional at all and I remember being mid take and I just broke down and I just I, and that, that that rarely happens to me because I was just I, I I just felt like this rush of emotion take over me and I had to just remove myself and I Peter our director I was like Peter I'm so sorry I just need a second like I've just something's just hit me and I I can't really handle this so I I I, and I really wanted to call my mum and I called I tried to call my mum and she didn't answer she didn't answer (laughs) you know when 
you're like, I just need to speak to mum right now. And then she didn't answer. So I, I just sat down and everyone was so, all the boys were so supportive. And it just, it just dawned on me how this was reality. And some people like Jill, there were, there were these strong people in the face of this that just kept their composure and remained strong for their friends and fought till the end and saw all of this happen at 24 years old which just like mm. younger than I was and they're, they're seeing their friend, what, what is, they're deteriorating and poor Colin has, has early onset dementia and he can't, he's, he's not even in the room. So that, those scenes really took it out of me and I think subconsciously I was kind of eating <laughs> to, to feel just kind of comfort. Um, and then also doing all the dancing and all the kind of, we, we'd spend all, every weekend we'd go, we'd go for a Sunday dinner together, all of us, all the boys and myself um just to kind of just have as much fun as we can in such a well creating a project which is set in such a bleak era but that's what was so believable about the friendship like you really felt like you all lived together like it felt like you were those housemates at uni yeah. there was something so beautiful about how those friendships were depicted I love the fact that you were all kind of living and breathing each other and going for your Sunday roast and to kind of I mean you and Ollie are quite good friends now aren't you such good friends he's so sweet and I was really really nervous to sing and to to be singing with with him <laughs> because I <laughs> not just kind of any act it was Ollie Alexander from years and years so I I'd never really sung publicly before so when I was in the this kind of massive room, it wasn't even, it was, I, I referred to it as a sports hall because it literally looked like a sports hall in Media City. So the acoustics were terrible and there was just me and, and, a, and a piano and I was singing the French Revolution number and Ollie walks in mid-song and I'm like, no, why now? Why while I'm mid-song? No. So then I kind of get to the end and I was just like, oh my God, I'm so scared to meet you. You're, you're so great. And he was like, oh my God. Is that the first, that time, the first you time you met? first met. And within an hour, we, <laughs> and Ollie, <laughs> it really calmed my nerves because, I'd been practicing with a vocal coach for about three weeks, all the songs. So I knew kind of what I was doing, which key I was kind of coming in at. And Ollie get, uh, arrived and he's like, okay, so which song, what songs should we do first? And I think we decided to do more, more, more first. And Ollie was like, okay, does anyone have the lyrics? And I was like, oh, thank God. <laughs> he hasn't been practicing as much as I have. Um, and he just made me feel so comfortable. And within an hour, the director, the producer and the producers came down to watch our performance. And I was just like, what? It's going on. I'm just singing. (laughs) (laughs) Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is plush care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news... All right, I'll do. It. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Rated PG. 
So what was it like shooting in Manchester? Did you have loads of fun? Did you eat out in lots of fantastic places? Do you have any memorable places yeah, that you so ate Yeah, so I love, there's an amazing pasta restaurant called Sugo. Um, and it has, it's like very seasonal, so their menu always changes, but they have an amazing um, gnocchetti. I think it was like a truffle gnocchetti, um, which was delicious. Mm. And like a, a ragu, um, beef ragu, which was lovely. Where did you live? Were you living in, whereabouts were you staying in Manchester? Well, we were staying for, for quite a lot of it. I was staying in the Doubletree in the like Piccadilly. And then I moved to an apartment in Piccadilly. So really central. But I love like the northern quarter. There's an amazing uh, restaurant called Evelyn's in the northern quarter. Evelyn's. I love Evelyn's. They're roast. I don't know it. It's great. Is that where you'd go for a roast? Yeah. We try basically all the roasts. I think because we were there for so long and we just we kind of we had to every weekend it's good fun though Manchester isn't so it so fun and the people are warm yeah it's so great I love it there do you sing now you've, you're you singing do you, do you ever sing karaoke I, Lenny I hate karaoke so you love Jessie, it I know you do strangely, I love it <laughs> She loves but it. Have you been? Yeah. When was the last time you went? Like, oh, a hundred years like, ago. Yeah, she talks like she's like somebody with a season ticket. Golly, to like I lucky don't go boys. anywhere at the minute. <laughs> no, I'd do anything. I'd sit and oh sing. Oh my god, mum, you could be singing. Oh, <laughs> I bet you can you sing. Can just there, Bridget. I bet Jones it runs singer. in the family. I bet you can all sing. I can't sing. You can sing all right. I can sing okay, but Je- Jessie sings the best. Hannah doesn't sing very well and Alex definitely can't sing. So so what's what's on the cards for Lydia West after you finish this Apple TV thing? I mean, I'm sure the calls are all coming in, but have you got any other things in the pipeline? Are you sorted for 2021 and 22? No, not yet. I'm just kind of, I'm waiting for the next project. Um, we're we're going to see what what kind of comes along. It's hard because when you do kind of two Russell jobs, almost back to back, and telling such an important story, which we have with It's a Sin, it just feels, I'm ready to just wait until the next kind of, until something that I'm really drawn to comes along and something special. I, I like reading projects and kind of, if I would watch them, just I'd love to be involved. And I, I'm pretty easy to do, please. So I, I'm excited to see what, what comes next. We are so happy that we've got to speak to you. Congratulations. Table manners. Oh, Lydia West, do you have good table manners? Yes, I do. I, no, of course she does. Look at like She's, she's so perfect. polite. You're perfect. <laughs> Not perfect. I would quite like to see you how, how you um, dismantle a buffalo wing. Though. I would quite like to see how that happens. Because that ain't pretty. It's not pretty. And I don't think you can be. I, I think when you try to, you just have to go for it. Commit. Have we got buffalo wings in our we've, cookbook? I've got, we've got... Couple, <gasps> So my friend Kitty is obsessed with buffalo wings to the point she says the um, the Weatherspoons ones are brilliant. I've never tried. She says they're great. Okay. Okay, well now you need to try. We better send her a cookbook. Anyway, we'll send you a cookbook because we've got these oven-baked buffalo wings with a really good sauce that incorporates Frank's hot sauce yes. in there. And like it's really good when you do a blue cheese dip. So we've got it and it's an oven one. So you won't, you basically feel virtuous mm. eating them. Oh my gosh. And um, they're like, they're really delicious. We'll send you a cookbook. <gasps> and I heard the cookbook also has the, the uh, leopard print sleeve. Oh my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> I told you it was a winner. I'm Chiclet. here for this. Thank you because Jessie like didn't want it. 
Actually, you can't see, but I've got my leopard print trousers on today. Can't beat a bit of leopard print. She cheered me up. Um, Lydia West, it's been such a pleasure to meet you. Everyone fell in love with you this year. And it's just such a joy to actually meet you and for you to just be just as sunny, if not, like, I mean, just as sunny as Jill and just fun and brilliant. I can't wait to watch you in this Apple TV thing. What's it called? Suspicion. And when's it When's it out? It's, we, we haven't finished yet, so... Oh, oh so it's ages. Years. Fine, <laughs> Just long keep on years and well, years. Well, watch, yeah, watch years, years and years and, years and then watch It's a Sin again. So, but um, listen, thank you. Thank, thank you, you so much for finding the time. I know it's been a crazy time for you and so we, we've loved getting so you great. in. Thank you for thank inviting you. me on. I'm so happy to be here. sunshine on a screen oh my goodness she was just so gorgeous so wonderful so delightful no wonder people want to work with her because she's really good at her job but she's also lovely yeah um oh i really like that and also just love the fact that her last meal was chicken wings that's a good call you know I get that. I get that. It's like you want that taste the last time. And the cookie dough for Pizza Hut. I mean, please email us if anybody else has done this before or who anybody intends to go and order half-baked cookie dough from Pizza Hut now and that you've heard Lydia. It. And then eat. Well, of course eat it. I mean, cookie dough is quite delicious. Email us at hello at tablemannerspodcast.com. So anybody who hasn't watched It's a Sin, I feel like if you haven't and you've just listened to this whole episode, I'm sorry there were lots of spoilers, but um, to all our North American listeners, It's a Sin's already out. All the episodes on HBO Max, go and have a watch of it. Love you, Lydia West. Thank you for being on. And everyone go and watch It's a Sin. I'm going to go and watch it years and years now. We hope you're all right. And we will see you next week. Table Manners is produced by Alice Williams.